Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue with a new Maribel Blue Unfiltered, and this is a two for two show. I'm excited because Jesco, who has been kind of a frequent caller, is our guest tonight for the first hour of the show, and he's going to be talking about a topic that he is very passionate about, the Mandela Effect, and his take on the whole idea of memory slash false memory. And then on the second half, we're going to have Beanie L. come in and discuss the paranormal encounters that I believe he has experienced and just paranormal all together. So with all that being said, let's play a little bit of music intro, and let's get started with the show. Are you ready? I am. Let's do it. COVID-19 and people on lockdown. I understand that New Jersey now has a curfew. I mean, this is just crazy. And I have no words for it right now at this moment. I went out this morning to take care of the rest of my errands because I really just wanted to stay home for the rest of the weekend. I'm working for a client And for some reason, they're just not prepared for this type of thing. And they're forcing people to come in. And I know people that I've spoke to are just in a state of shock that I'm actually getting in my car and driving to this establishment. But, you know, it's happening. A girl has to make money. And I need to do what I need to do. But at the same time, I continue to stay safe. So... I'm sure that Jesco would, um, you know, have comments to say about it, but um, my friend is having trouble getting in, and I'm just sending her the link, so bear with me for one second while I send this to her, because I don't know why she can't get in, but needless to say, here we are. Jesco is our guest for the first hour. He's going to talk about the Mandela Effect what that means, and how it really affects us all. And um, if you look on the Blog Talk Radio site, you will see rotating pictures of how we possibly remember things and how things actually were. So, Jesco, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. 
Not a problem. So let's start from the beginning. How did you come into this whole Mandela effect and why this is something that interests you? Uh, I've always been interested in like supernatural type stuff and phenomenon, phenomenons and everything. And, um, you know, and then <clears throat> there were things that were, that really were, were eye opening. Like I couldn't believe they were this way now. And I remember it so vividly and so clearly being another way. I mean, it was almost like seared into your brain, some of these things. And now it's, that's it, it, just not what it ever was. And, um, you know, and, and first of all, I think, I think the name Mandela effect is, is, is probably not a good name for it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people have Mandela affected by the Mandela, uh, death, you know, when they thought he died a long time ago and he really, it died more recently, and you know mm-hmm. a, a lot of people. So they're naming it after one specific thing that doesn't resonate with everyone, and you know some things. Um, some of these effect, you know, some of the different ones that have been pointed out uh, make sense to me. I, I remember mm-hmm. it a different way, and then mm-hmm. there's other ones that I remember what they say change. I remember it always being that way. So. Not every single one, like, um, is is one that I agree with, or but but there's definitely some that I that I was like I know it was what, you know, and, and that and that seems to be across the board with people that have looked into this. Not everyone, you know, you know, people remember it the way, it, it, remember it a different way, or remember what it was. It's just it's hit or miss with different people. So it's interesting how that works as well. Um, Do you think that it's some sort of a selective memory kind of a thing? Maybe a person is choosing it to remember it one way and uh, and not another way? Well, you know, I think it really uh, turns on it, uh, turns uh, people's idea of memories and time and perception upside down on its head. I think, uh, you know, I think it really, you know, you know, time is really just in, uh, it's a perception. You know, if Mm -hmm. we were in a body that's going to expire one day, you know, time wouldn't even be a thing, you know. Um, But, you know, time is something that we perceive, and, and, and time can be different for different things. For instance, like cats and dogs, you think, oh, well, they have a shorter life. There's even a thing called a mayfly. It lives mm-hmm. one day, right? But mm-hmm. you, know, you would think, well, that poor thing, it only lives one day. But maybe that mayfly perceives his uh, one day as 80 years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, there is no, uh, it, between the numbers one and two, or between the numbers zero and, and, and one, you can, mm-hmm. you can have a decimal place that goes on infinitely. So there is an infinite amount of numbers in between every single digit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, right. And, and if you think about it another way is you cannot, you can never perfectly measure anything. 
you, you know, you can you can measure it down to a to a gnat's butt, but mm-hmm. you you can say, well, that's not exactly what it is. I want the exact measurement of that object. I want it, mm-hmm. you know, you can say, well, it's such and such millimeters. No, I want it more precise than that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can do that forever. You can do that forever. So that basically shows that we are in some sort of like a virtual reality, a simulation. Uh, you know, that's that's what I what I think. And the fact of the matter is, uh, there is I think there's people that have, you know, there's certain people or creatures or something. That have, now this is all theory type stuff on it. There, right. There's certain entities or people that may have their hands on certain levers, or you know, for reality, and they can affect it or manipulate it and do different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've already had. And I, I saw a news article about how they implant memories into uh, into mice's. Uh, head, you know what I mean? They they able to mm. implant memories, you know, and that's another thing. Maybe, maybe, you know, it could be a whole number of things that are going on. Like maybe or maybe you know, I think about a lot of different things of what it could be. Like, you know, maybe or or maybe I just got here where I am and I was given mm-hmm. a memory, mm-hmm. right? And and who knows if I actually lived through it? Now this is getting real off in the deep end, but who knows if the memories I have are even factual. Maybe that was given to me and said, you know, this, and, and I think that I lived through all that, and I think that mm-hmm. I lived through all that, and it seems very real, but maybe that was given to me, and I just right. kind of popped into who I am. So, so there's that. You know, that's just some of the theories. And no one knows exactly how this is happening. You know, people like to say, oh, CERN is messing with stuff or mm-hmm. you know, this or that. No one knows for sure what what. Or we're doing. in some no, kind of a matrix or something. Knows. What's that? We're some. We're in some kind of a matrix to 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 some level. Right. Yeah. This is obviously some sort of a glacian. This isn't. Uh, this isn't really the end-all, be-all, in my opinion, this is not the end-all, this is some sort of uh, matrix-type thing, simulation. It's almost like a mix between a video game and a dream. Like, you know how you have dreams that are just bizarre? You're like, that was strange dream I had. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when you play a video game, you may be a character in a video game. Well, you're controlling that character, uh, from a from another place, you're. I'm here in, in this physical existence, and I'm controlling a character in another virtual existence. You know what I mean? So possibly my people's true consciousness comes from elsewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. our our brains are like satellite dishes, and our our, our true self, our true nature, is mm-hmm. uh, sending signals. To our brain and our conscious, you know, oh, that thought came to me, but where does the thought come from exactly? You know what I mean? And I think there mm-hmm. is, uh, I think there is malevolent uh, things that could put thoughts in our head too that are, you know, not good that we shouldn't have. You know what I mean? I think I think not only our true nature, our true self can send us 
um, our consciousness, but so can other things. There's other, you know, entities that don't have our best interests at heart that can give us, you know, mm-hmm. uh, signals as well, you know. so. Well, let me, let me ask you your opinion on this because, you know, people have false memories for a variety of reasons. Maybe there are certain things that when they were growing up and they were traumatized or they were bullied in some sort of way and they block out the memory of feeling shameful and maybe replace it with something else, giving them that falsehood that it happened a different way. Uh, you know, that, that's certainly possible with certain things. But, um, you know, with these with these specific uh, reality shifts or whatever you want to call them, they're mm-hmm. real, like, minute, they're real, like, uh, it, it, what's interesting is there are things that, like, that people see. It's like, like you knew it was this way. It's like I was around that, I saw that day after day, you know, back, you know, in time, I remember that it was this way, you know, a lot of people that, you know, talk about this, and there's several kind of effects like that, that, that I've noticed, I was like, I know it was this way, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense that it would be this new way, and, and a lot of mm-hmm. times it is like very minuscule what it is, but mm-hmm. for instance, do you remember the uh, movie Field of Dreams? I never saw that movie. I think I saw like the end, but I never sat down and watched the movie in its entirety. Do you, do you remember the most famous line out of that movie? Perhaps? No, I can't. Re- I know that there's a famous line. I can't remember it off of the top of my head. Okay. Well, this is one of the big ones for me because I used to watch this as a kid. I watched it a bunch of times and you know, the, the the main line in it was, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Well, that's yes. not what it was. That's not what it ever has been. It, it, it is now, if you build it, he will come. And that just doesn't make any sense. And, and what they're talking about is Shoeless Joe Jackson will appear. Well, um, Shoeless Joe Jackson did appear, and so did a lot of other baseball players. It was mm-hmm. – it was – 100%, if you build it, they will come. If you build right. it, you will come. That doesn't even make any sense, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah, so that's a big one for me. And, so and there's think, a lot with uh Do you think like that? that the movies, like, you know, the editing people, they would change the sound? Because that could be done. I mean, you know, editing sound, you can edit sound in that you want to replace something else. You can even edit visuals. I mean, one movie that did that was, well, um, I, I forget the name of the movie right now for the top of my head, but it was an 80s movie, and they had a visual of the Twin Towers, and then when they replayed, Working Girl, when they replayed the movie after 9-11, they delete that whole entire scene as if the the buildings never existed, which to me is an insult because as a New Yorker, you want to remember those buildings. You want to remember the Twin Towers. They are and were part of New York, and so were the people that work there. So erasing the building. 
but no, no, no. I was just going to say erasing the building as if it didn't exist is insulting to humanity. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you know there is like post-production type of things that can be done that that change things, but a lot of these things there's 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 geography changes, uh, mm-hmm. there is Bible changes, and you know like for instance like the Field of Dreams that was on yeah. VHS at my parents' house, and we I used to watch it all the time. Right, mm-hmm. I can go there now and pull out that VHS, put it in, and it'll now say if you build it, he will come. And I know it didn't say that back then. I right. know it didn't. So it, nobody came into the house, grabbed that VHS, took it, changed it, and then brought it back. You know, that type of stuff is just, you know, I don't, that's not happening. And then, like, as far as geography changes, people mm-hmm. remember um, different, you know, the geography being different than what it is. And mm-hmm. you can take out an old atlas map or or old uh, globe out of your granny's basement, and you'll mm-hmm. see that it is now what they say it's always been, you know. So, right. you know, I don't think there's little gremlins going around and doing that type of thing. I think I think that time is not what we think it is. It's, it's different. I think um, I think memories are different than, than what we assume they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to that stuff, I think, than what we uh, were led to believe uh, all along. I mean, you know, sometimes I, I think about like certain situations or maybe certain people. Like, I'll use my mother as an example today. She, um, when I got home from my errands, I had seen my parents outside and, you know, they're cleaning the side streets because. Um, our house is a corner lot. So the shitty part about the corner lot is that you're pretty much responsible for everybody's garbage that just happens to land, quote unquote, air quotes, on um, on our side of the house. And my, my father says that there was um, a postal box, like somebody just, you know, took the contents out of the box and just left the box there. And when my mother comes inside, she tells my grandmother, because my grandmother is now sequestered here. She can't go back to New Jersey. (laughs) And she tells my grandmother, oh, there was a pizza box. And I'm saying, how did the postal box change into a pizza box? So I go and I ask her, you mean a postal box? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, it's like even little shit like that, like. Why would somebody remember even the simplest thing that just happened a moment ago and change it into something else? Could it be that yeah, you know, people are getting older? That's, interesting <laughs> or... that that's very interesting you bring that up because some of the most fascinating uh, effects that I've heard about is people that have like personal things that change on them. It, it, that like no one else would see, no one else would know about. It was it's very personal to them. People have talked about like uh, buildings changing color, or mm-hmm. buildings appearing in their neighborhood, or or that that were never there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, people, there was a guy on YouTube I like listening to, and he 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 grew up in a town called Centerville, 
but it was never mm-hmm. Centerville. It's in Coalville. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even all the people he talks to that are from that area are like, no way it's Centerville or Centralville. It's always been Centerville. It's like, no, look at all the signs. Right. And it'll say Centralville. They're like, what? That's strange. And it's like, and that's how it's always been. And, 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 and it, 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 you know, I think those types of things are really fascinating, you know, because most people, when they hear about one and they, you know, when I talk to like a uh, family about it and I ask them like, you know, ask them a question about one and they answer it the way I would answer it. Like, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Rogers famous line. It's a beautiful day. What? In the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Right. That's what, that's what I remember. I used to watch Mr. Rogers growing up and that's what I remember. That's what people in my family remember. Right. But now it, it was, it's, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. And, and I've heard also that if, if you look it up, there's that most of the episodes now say, he says, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. And I heard that, it, you know, it was only in a few episodes that it changed or, or you know, a majority of them. And, and then more and more of the episodes have changed to it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. And I guess there is, you know, you could still maybe find some out there that still say beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting how how it happens, you know, like um, and, and in the Bible, there's there's changes in the Bible um, that are pretty, pretty interesting. And, um, you know, there's just a bunch of them. And, and, and like the little ones, like pop culture type references, people can say, oh, well, Okay, well, you know, I, I, they just accept it. Okay, it was this all along. Okay, and they just move on. Just, they just they accept it, and they move on like, okay, it, you know, and they call it, they get the download. It's like they they got a download, they reprogrammed, and they kept on moving. You know what I mean? They didn't think there was anything odd, bizarre. They just, you know, oh, oh, oh it's changed? Okay, it's changed, and, and I've changed too. I, okay, that's what it is. And, you know, I even asked family about, you know, the, if you build it, they will come. And that's how they right. answered it because I, I, I watched it with them a lot. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 it's, and it's just, it's like that's never what it was. And it's changed. And now it doesn't even, doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even fit with no, the movie. No, it you know? doesn't. It, so yeah. why, would, why would somebody go and change it? I mean, you know. The one of the Mandela effects was even with branding with um, Sex and the City, and people were like, it was Sex in the City. That's the yeah. way people remembered it. And maybe well, it, it was maybe the pilot when the pilot first came out, it was Sex in the City. And as a matter of fact, that was the way I remembered it when the television show first came out. And I was not watching it in the beginning because a friend of mine was watching it and she put it that it was like four women who hated men and they just kept going after one failed relationship after another. And I, that was the reason why I didn't watch it. Cause I'm saying, why do I need to sit and watch four women who hate on men like you do? And then of course, when I started watching it, I realized that it was an entirely different take. But when she first told me about it, she said uh, it was sex in the city. And that was the way I remembered it. So it's like even little things like that. Um, offline, before we got on the air, I was talking about the Tootsie Roll Pop commercial and how people remember 
how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Pop? And meanwhile, it was actually longer than that. (laughs) It was how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of the Tootsie Pop? So it's like even little shit like that, that why is it that people give a condensed version and then pass that down where it becomes almost like a phenomenon where everybody remembers it one way when it was actually another way. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, what, what's interesting is, you know, there, there is things that can confirm your, your memories when you know something's changed and, and what, mm-hmm. called, what they call it is residue. They say there is residual of this being the way we remember it. And, and mm-hmm. what that means is, for instance, there's a lot of parodies that have been made, you know, uh, of certain, uh, of different things. And what's interesting is the parodies don't change. The parodies line up with our, with our memory of how it was. But the mm-hmm. actual thing that changed uh, is different than what everybody remembers. And, and for instance, like uh, Ed McMahon, everybody remembers him giving out those big goofy checks to people, and uh, for publishers, publishers clearinghouse. Well, clearinghouse. he never worked mm-hmm. for publishers clearinghouse. Yeah, he never worked for him. He worked for some lesser-known um, publishing house, and he gave out a few checks here and there. But there was a uh, there was a David Letterman episode a long time ago, and he had uh, Johnny Carson on there, and Johnny brought a big check from the publisher's clearinghouse, and he said, I, you know, I, you know, Ed McMahon couldn't be here to give this to you, so he sent me to give it to you. And, you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, so the the parodies don't change, you know, so. It, it, why, you know, wouldn't everybody been like, what are they talking about? You know, that's mm-hmm. not going to work for what is What is this guy coming from with this stuff? And, and another thing is, like, you know, there's a lot of Star Wars um, uh, changes, and uh, one of those is, the, you know, Luke, I am your father. And, it's, and it never was Luke, I am your father. There's no, I am your father. And, and I, I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I didn't watch it much as a kid. But mm-hmm. I remember all the... The parodies of that, you know, that's why yeah. I knew it was Luke, I am your father. Like, I remember the Tommy Boy in that movie, mm-hmm. Tommy Boy, he's talking into the fan, Luke, I am your father. Right. And, uh, you know, why didn't that change? Why does everybody, even the parodies, remember it being that way, yet the actual original wasn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm reading Wikipedia on this whole Mandela effect thing. And, of course, it falls into the guidelines of psychiatry and how they try to recover memories from people who, you know, have different type of of problems. And, I mean, I don't know. I look at it as if, you know, it it has to be more than that. You can't just lump people together in certain groups and say, well, this memory is happening because of an eating disorder, for example. How many people would have an eating disorder that maybe would remember, and I'm just using this as an example, not anything, not for anything, but how many people with an eating disorder will remember that it was sex 
and the city and not sex in the city or vice versa, because I think it was sex and the city. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like that that logic to me doesn't make any sense. So you're going to tell me that nobody else is going to remember it, only this majority group of people who have an eating disorder? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, and you know, um, what's interesting is I will hear – I was listening to a radio show the other day, and they mentioned sex in the city, and they said sex in the city. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I was like, man, I wish I could pick up the phone and get get through to them and be like, what did you say? You know, it was <laughs> never sex in the city. It was sex in the city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I, I don't know. It just I, I remember that, too. I never watched the show, but I, I remember it being sex in the city, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just, it, it, it's bizarre. Um, and, see, in websites like Wikipedia and these, you know, mainstream sites that, like, you know, people, normal people want to have, they want to know, you know, why this is happening. There has to be a reason why this is happening, and it has to be within the limits of human understanding, of how we understand reality and time and all that type of stuff. It has to, it has to be explained within those parameters. Well, the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is this just can't be explained within those parameters it, uh, you know there's something of, it's something above and beyond you know it's not you know they like to say that marijuana causes uh, what they call misremembering and mm-hmm. um, you know it, 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 it's like you know I know there is people that probably misremember things you know give things you know my grandpa was famous for like calling restaurants you know something different than what they were you know what I mean it was funny we used to laugh about it but you know, I, I know that happens, right? But when there's so many things that people remember one way, and they remember it that way because, you know, they were very familiar. It was in their face that, you know, they were, mm-hmm. you know, this wasn't something like, oh, you know, maybe, you know. And, and several people have, uh, you know, a lot of the same ones. There's something more going on, and it's not going to be able to be explained away by, uh, oh, well, you know, misremembering or, um, you know, it, it just can't be explained away that, that easily. And, uh, or you're crazy or, you know, you just, you, you don't, you know, you, you obviously don't remember things correctly. Um, it, it's more than that. It's got to well, be, you know, it, it's too widespread now. Right. But here's another scary thing when it comes to uh, recalling memories. I mean, think about a traumatic experience that maybe somebody had where they could have been sexually assaulted or robbed or whatever the case may be, kidnapped. And now the police have a person in custody and they put five people, you know, in in that room where you have to pick a person and see who that person is. And now everybody starts to look the same. Your memory is fucked up from the traumatic experience. They could come out and say, right. you know, maybe they said like a certain thing like, you know, um, get up and go over there. And now everybody has to take a turn in saying that statement to see if the voice even sounds familiar. How could you even trust after having a traumatic experience that the person that you're choosing is the person that assaulted you. What if you make a mistake? I mean, we're talking about a person's life here 
if you make a mistake, the wrong person can go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and, and something like that is more along the lines of, you know, like a, you know, you were traumatized, and, 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 and that can definitely affect people in different ways. Um, and, you know, and, and really, I think for the most part, most eyewitness accounts are pretty accurate, but not mm-hmm. always, not all, not all, not always. And, and for something like that, that's, you know, that's traumatic. And, and sometimes uh, real bad abuse, you know, your, your mind will, will block it out and play tricks on you. And, and it's not trying to make it, your, your mind does that for a reason to protect you because, you know, with a tr- something traumatic that happens to you and you go through it, you, you know, if, if you were to constantly have that on the front of your mind at all times, you, you know, you'd be a worried mess. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. wouldn't want to do anything. You would, you just want to, you know, dig a hole and, and jump into it and pull the ground over you. But, you know, your mind kind of helps you by kind of blocking that out so you can move on with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? So it's kind of like a uh, protection mechanism. And, uh, but a lot of these Mandela effect type things, they're, they're, they're so trivial and they're minor, but, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, what, what's interesting is it's like, you know, I, 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 you know, certain things that I watched and I remember like, you know, it, well, for whatever reason, when I was a kid, I guess I only had like a few movies to watch and I just watched them over and over. I guess I had a few of my favorites. And, mm-hmm. you know, I would just watch it over and over and over again, you know, and, you know, and it's like, you remember it that way, and, and that's the way it was, and, um, you know, and I don't know if other people are like that, but, you know, you know, certain names of businesses have changed, and people are like, mm-hmm. I remember my mom used to like that, I used to have to hang out there, and, right. you know, now it's different, you know, like, 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 you know, we used to joke about how it was this way, and it's like now it never was that way. Mhm. So. Mhm. Well, we I think we have Beanie calling in on on the on the phone. I don't know if he has any Mandela experiences to share. Beanie? Hey, what's up? What's up, Jesco? <laughs> hey, what's up, Beanie? How you doing, man? Doing well. All right. Yeah, so, um the you know what I believe, man, is uh, somehow uh, the like Mandela effect, how they change all that stuff. I don't know. I think there's some type of thing of uh, like time travel, you know, and mm. they, they, yeah, they and they must have uh, changed like things when they when they went back, you know. Well, you know what? That's a good question to ask you, Jesco. I mean, how many videos on YouTube there are about people time traveling and you see these weird things going on in, in the camera where you have like a, a a bus driving and then all of a sudden a person just reappears like they're freaking crossing a highway. Like, how does that even happen? Is it true about time travel or is it just a trick of, of the camera. I mean, some of these videos are so old. It was before cameras were, uh, security cameras were really good, if if they are at all. So how do you explain that? 
is time travel real well, in other words uh yeah I, I think what it what it could be is there's more to uh this existence than just flesh and blood and you know earth water air there's more to it there's something uh supernatural there's something spiritual going on and there's certain spiritual entities that don't exist within time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if they don't exist within time, then, uh, you know, maybe time isn't what we think it is. Maybe, you know, maybe time isn't linear like we think it is. You know, maybe it's more of a, you know, I've heard it explained, maybe it's more like vertical, right? Mm-hmm. And some people have suggested that, you know, Perhaps, you know, if this is some reality simulation that we're, that we're in, you know, maybe we keep living, you know, may, like the Groundhog Day movie where you kept reliving the same day over and over and over again. And maybe that was some sort of truth drop to ha- what existence really is. Maybe we are constantly reliving the same life until we figure it out and, and move on and out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they will constantly try to trick us into coming back. And, and maybe what happens is uh, if we die and we get bamboozled and tricked and we come back, maybe we go right back in time and, and we live the same thing over again. And, uh, you know, and if that's the case, then, you know, that really puts, you know, uh, time as we know it to, to be completely different, you know. And, you mm-hmm. know so I, I, I think time is not what we think it is. I think there is certain entities and there's certain things that can be manipulated, you know, mm-hmm. in different time periods and everything. So, I don't know, there's a lot of theories. I, I just don't think it is what we've been led to believe it is. Well, you know, if a lot of things could be manipulated, I mean, will it, will it, will, will, won't it, is what I'm trying to say, won't it fall into the guides of, you know, people who do witchcraft and people who do voodoo and try to bend the will of another person so that, you know, they can be with them or have them or hurt somebody. Right. Wouldn't yeah, that I mean, be the, the be same thing? It, it, right. I mean, it could be like, you know, a lot of people have theories on, on what it could be. Now, is it some benevolent, entity that is causing these things or some malevolent entity uh, it, it could probably be either but mm-hmm. maybe it's, it's, it's maybe it's it, heck it could be our own consciousness that is mm-hmm. to us. And, it, and it may be like a clue like hey things are not as you've been told things are not as they seem you know there's more going on it's maybe it's our higher consciousness talking to ourselves saying hey Mm-hmm. more going on you need to look in the you know you need to you know don't be so focused and, and, and narrowed in on this existence and, and and just what's right here right now understand there's more going on you know and so you know it, it you know it could be a number of things it could be us doing these things it could be you know I, you know it could be demons well maybe the mm-hmm. demons are something that we created you know, maybe this whole existence is something we created and we put ourselves into, you know. Uh, may, you know maybe we were tricked into this um, existence. And, you know, it's just, I guess really the possibilities are 
they're kind of endless. And um, <laughs> but no, you know, we, I think we, I think we're on to something. And you know, I think people need to be open-minded as far mm-hmm. as what it could be and different theories. And I think as we go along. You know, different things will ring true with you. You know, you know, if people bring up some sort of theory, it'll either make sense and ring true, or it won't. You know, and then you you, you just move on. And um, well, what about everything that's I, going I just, on today yeah. with this with this COVID nineteen? And I mean, you know, when I was thinking about it about a week ago or something like that, it made me think of Stephen King's The Stand, the way they were talking about it. You know. And the catastrophe that happened in that book. And then they compared it to another book by Dean Koontz, who's also one of my favorite authors. And unfortunately, I never read this book. And I don't even have it in my possession. So, I mean, can we say that there are people that did know that there's some kind of of a seer and they knew what was going to happen? And why why would they know something like that? What is the probability that Dean Koontz would write a book about a virus that came from China and put it in a book? Yeah, right. Yeah, so it, it just well, – well, what's interesting is what – here's a uh, very interesting theory that I've heard that uh, for some reason it really, like, resonates with me for whatever reason, but – for instance, like not okay. You've heard of what they call predictive programming, right? And yeah. there's great stuff out there on like 9/11, all this predictive programming on 9/11, mm-hmm. on um, on lots of different topics. And someone uh, made had a theory, and I like this theory, and rings true with me, or it just it makes sense to me for whatever reason. Possibly these predictive programming things are. are uh, a, a retro causality. Maybe like 9/11 was such a massive event that happened, and it was it, it impacted so many people's consciousness all around the world at one time. You know, everybody was focusing on it, mm-hmm. and it was such a big thing. Perhaps those those predictive programming type things, maybe they didn't even ever exist. But right. after 9-11 happened, maybe there was like a ripple effect and, and things changed in the future and things changed in the past. And then those mm-hmm. things, you know, manifested and, and people go back and like, wow, look at all these things about 9-11 and this predictive programming, you know, but we never, no one, you know, maybe some people remember some things or mm-hmm. maybe you know, it's like, wow, I, I never even saw that when it happened. And it's like, you know, maybe it's a retro causality, and uh, I think that's fascinating. It, it, and it kind of shows you how time and reality is just not not as it seems, and 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 it can be tinkered with. And in the past and in the future, um, it's just um, it, you know, it's just it, it could be anything really. And I just think that's an interesting. Uh, theory on it and you know mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's what it is I'm not right it's just uh it, it's it's a theory you know I don't think mm-hmm. anybody knows it and hopefully as we move on like we start learning more about these things and and we start figuring this out more because I think there's probably a lot of ancient knowledge that maybe our ancestors knew mm-hmm. uh, that people a long time ago knew and maybe mm-hmm. we've just lost connection with it, you know what I mean? Maybe we just kind of lost, you know, there's a lot of people that theorize that um, 
technology used to be greater in the ancient mm-hmm. world. Maybe they had better te- technology back then. And the Bible says people lived, you know, hundreds of years. You know, imagine how, um, you know, what you could do with a lifetime that was hundreds of years long. You know, you would, I would think you'd be pretty doggone smart, you know. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the pyramids, they still don't know how those things were built. And, and a lot of right. things that were built in the ancient world, they couldn't build today with uh, these diesel um, heavy machinery. You know, they, they still couldn't do it. So, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot more going on. We've been kind of like uh, led to believe that, you know, um, you know, time is a linear thing. And, you know, we went from cavemen to, you know, horse and buggy and then industrial revolution, and then, you know, uh, information age and all that type of stuff. But I think, you know, I I don't think it's that simple, and and I don't think time is really that way, Um, you know. And, you know, it's just, there's a lot. I mean, I think... I was going to say, I think this just goes into a whole wide variety of, like, you know, aliens and time travel. It just seems to expand, not just on false memories and the way we as a society remember certain events, but how those events played out, why they happened. I mean, I'm thinking... Now, with everything that's going on and people being sequestered to stay home, other states are feeling it more than than others. And it makes me wonder what's going on on the other side of things that we are not privy to know or see. And it's kind of scary, you know, because after we survive this, which I believe we will, you know, there are things that are going to come up and we're going to look back and say, why didn't we see those things? And part of it is probably because everybody's focused on toilet paper. Why did this whole toilet paper phenomenon start it in the first place? Do you know what I'm saying? It's a distraction. Yeah. It's a distraction. And and, and really, like I I said, there's more things going on than what we're led to believe. And you know, they've ever since you know the early 20th century till now, they've they've there's been a push to isolate yourself. You know, go inside. You know, don't. You know, it used to be people would hang out. You know, houses were close together. People would hang out on the porch, and everybody would know each other in the neighborhood. They all go to church together. There was a real sense of community and and unity between people. You know what I mean? And you know, everybody knew their neighbors, everybody knew uh, everyone at church, and everybody interacted with each other. And, and slowly but surely, neighborhoods have, you know, houses have moved farther away from each other. They've moved further off the street. You know, everything's moved inside. You know, all you have to, you can, you can park your car in a garage, you can open it, you can leave, and then you can come back and close the garage behind you, and you can just stay completely isolated from, from mm-hmm. everybody if you wanted to. You, you don't have to see a soul. And they've, they've it's become, you know, I've always said they've always, we, we've become hyper-individualized. And, you know, I don't think that's a good thing. I, I think that we're supposed to be um, 
you know, we need, you know, humans just need interaction with each other. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's something to it, you know, and me as a man, like, I, you know, I love being by myself. I, you know, I, I love working at home and friggin' not seeing anybody. I, I mean, I could do it. It's okay. But I don't think it's necessarily a healthy thing. I think, because mm-hmm. you know, I like it because it's like comfortable. I can do whatever and I don't have to worry about anything. It's kind of a selfish thing. Like, Oh, you know, I only got to take care of myself. Whatever. But I don't think it's healthy, you know, and and, and it's I, I think it we're meant to be around each other. And perhaps what's going on now, maybe there's things going on that um, they don't want us together. They want us all separated and scattered and and, mm-hmm. and, and locked in doors where you're not paying attention to maybe natural phenomenon or mm-hmm. maybe what's going on with other people. I think there's something else going on, obviously, and they don't want people together. Mm-hmm. And you know, someone made an interest. I heard an interesting uh, theory about, okay, if you look in the sky, you see different um, constellations and different things. You know, there's, there's certain um, movements of uh, stars and planets or whatever. There's, you know, there's alignments. There's certain alignments mm-hmm. at certain times, right? Right. And that's on a huge macro scale. You know, there's, you know, if you look at the big picture, there's huge alignments going on outside us and above us. Well, what mm-hmm. about maybe there's alignments and stuff that happens within us? You know what I mean? Right. Maybe there's certain times and periods where we'll have certain alignments within ourselves, and maybe we'll have uh, a, a different understanding of something. Maybe mm-hmm. there's certain times where we need to be together. And there's certain times where we have these alignments within ourselves, and this is, you know, maybe there's times where we do need to be apart or something. Maybe there's times that when these alignments happen, we need to be together, and it could be a huge, you know, groundbreaking, you know, type of, you know, understanding that we might have, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I think that I think that makes more sense than anything about what's going on right now. I that, you know, it, because what's what's really bizarre to me with what's going on is the fact that they're canceling March Madness, canceling right. sports, like big sporting mm-hmm. events. And, and I tell you what, that's you know that's one of the main things that the you know the 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 powers that be in this world like they they want you to have your bread and circus. They don't want anybody interrupting that for whatever reason. But they have canceled it and shut it down, and um, I think that's one of the most um, eye-opening things that's happened out of all of this is that they've canceled those things. At surface level, people will be like, oh, well, you know, I can't believe they want to lose all that money. But I don't think it has anything to do with money. Money is not – money is not – you know, the people that run everything and control everything, money is not an issue. Money, they make mm-hmm. up money. Money's fake anyway. They can – they can, you know, a bank all has to do is like, oh, $30 trillion. I have $30 trillion in it. I'll, I'll give you $30 trillion. You know, it's nothing. It's all made up out of thin air anyway. So money isn't the thing. Money is not mm-hmm. after – they're not after money per se because they can get it. They already have it, you know. Right. And um, I think there is certain entities that um, run this world, this realm, and they 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 
always are constantly pushing fear on us. They want us fearful. They want us worried. They want us mm-hmm. angry. They want us mm-hmm. uh, bitter. They want us fighting each other. They, they want to say, well, look, you're different this way, and these people over here that are different from you, they don't like you, and you, don't, you, you, know, you need to butt heads constantly. And, and there's, they obviously get something from the fear, the anger, the uh, they. The, the, they push it so constantly on everybody, and they're so good at it. And, this, and if you think about it this way, it's, it's almost like this reality was created to aggravate you. If you it, it's created to drive you nuts, you know what I mean? It, it's unbelievable. If you ever just sit and pay attention, act like life is a game, right? Mm-hmm. And the game is uh, this, uh, when you leave your house, everything is going to try to aggravate you. And irritate you, make you angry or fearful, or whatever. And if you say to yourself, you know what, I'm not gonna fall for its tricks. I'm gonna go out, mm-hmm. and I'm, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. They're gonna try to make mm-hmm. me mad, angry, road rage this, and you know, potholes there, and, and and somebody cuts you off. And then when I get to work, my boss is gonna say something smart alecky, and you know, if if you realize that this existence was created to do that to you, and maybe you would be like, you know what, wow, that was, uh, that was pretty ingenious the way, I mean, it's like, it is pretty ingenious the way uh, reality manifests these things, like a new thing every day to, like, mm-hmm. aggravate you, get you, get under your skin, make you angry, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like how there is endless conspiracy theories, right, there's endless in, there will be there will be a new conspiracy theory. Maybe you know every day you can find a new. And and you know what? With with all the conspiracy theories I've ever looked into, there is a lot of compelling evidence. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's there for you to see and find out about. I mean, and it, and it's crazy. There's there's just something new all the time, and um, it, it's just a way to get the focus off. Of yourself, it's a way to look outside yourself. It's a way to like mm-hmm. be distracted. It's a constant distraction. They don't want us focused on ourselves. They don't right. want us focused on each other unless it's mm-hmm. angry, or mad, or whatever. They 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 or want reality us TV. Focused on everything outside. <laughs> What's that? Reality TV does that. I mean, you know, reality TV mm-hmm. is really good for that because they want the audience to live vicariously through somebody else somebody's on the phone at 757 i don't know who it is so and i don't know if they have any comments so let's find out oh my goodness hi hi i got both my ladies on here tonight ashley hi ashley Yeah, I was you, listening, but I don't really You want to say you want to say listening or do you want to say something? Yeah, I want to say listening. Okay. Yeah, I want to say listening, but I'll let you know if I do have anything to say. Okay. We love Ashley. Oh, yeah. Tony yeah, Talk was in the room, but then he left and I think he was trying to call. Uh, and soon we're going to be approaching the second part of the show where Mr. Beanie L is going to be talking about the paranormal aspects, which basically falls in line to everything that we're talking about with the Mandela effect and, 
and aliens and how we recall things. But I need to take a short break. I need to take Advil because I'm getting a migraine, which is what I was trying to avoid today. And now it's happening. Um, So I'm going to take something (laughs) for it. And, um, and I'm going to play some music. So I'm going to take a short break. I'm just looking for the song because now I can't even freaking remember the name of the song. And we'll be right back with more Maribel Blue Unfiltered. And I'm putting everybody on mute for now. And we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. It's Maribel Blue with Maribel Blue Unfiltered. Are you an activist for your community? We want to hear from you and how you're making a difference and making strides. Contact me directly at MaribelBlueUnfiltered at gmail.com and let's set up your next interview. Put me on your playlist, intellect and ease, but he's spitting the basics. Over vintage beats, relinquishing the origin. 
skins of the culture. You don't have to say shit cause you a vulture. And I'm a revolutionary. And I'ma handle the biz from the label to the fiduciary. The results are in. Not guilty for telling the truth. My prediction is we will recoup the earth. And I know this cause I'm a true visionary. Just want electrify your soul. Close your eyes, open your ears, and we expose truth and light across the globe. We the voice of the people, case you ain't know. Case who ain't know, case you ain't know. Case who ain't know, case they ain't know. In case you ain't know, in case they ain't know. In case you ain't know, man, I know. Just want electrify your soul. Close your eyes, open your ears, and we expose truth and light across the globe. We the voice of the people, case you ain't know. Case who ain't know, case you ain't know. Case who ain't know, case they ain't know. In case you ain't know, in case they ain't know. In case you ain't know, man, I know. Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue with Maribel Blue Unfiltered. Are you a professional or even amateur paranormal investigator where you feature yourself on YouTube or you've been on any television programming and would love to share your experiences with us? Please contact me directly at MaribelBlueUnfiltered at gmail.com and let's schedule your next interview. Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue and we are back. I'm not like super happy right now because my head is is hurting me and I really hate these fucking headaches because they're so debilitating, but such is life that I suffer with migraine, so I took something for it in the hopes that it will go away um and I won't feel this pain tomorrow. So continuing yeah, hey, what, on uh, what- Hey Maribel. Yes. You uh, um. You know something that I've heard a lot about from several different people, non-connected, is uh, like a chiropractor. Like they can fix yes. a lot of issues people have, migraines, like a lot, anxiety, all sorts of stuff. So I've been wanting to check one out myself. So it's very. I've never heard yes. that before that they can treat so many things. So. They can. Chiropractors are really, really good with helping you with migraines. Uh, Oh, yes. Acupuncture, I haven't haven't tried acupuncture yet, but yes. I've tried it, Um, and it does work. It does work. Okay. Okay. Well, in case nobody knew, (laughs) we have Beanie with us today. We're going to be now flipping the channel. We're going to be talking about paranormal investigations or paranormal experiences are they real are they not real we have many skeptics in the world it's the same way like with what jessica was talking about earlier you have the skeptics that don't believe in um um aliens or bigfoot or um we were just saying it before now i can't remember what the hell it is time travel And we also have people who don't believe that paranormal is actually real. And Beanie is going to share experiences with us and, you know, whatever comes up, if people in the room have experiences either with a ghost or with the demons or whatever the case may be, we want to hear your story. So let's start, Mr. Beanie. What have been your experiences? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me start by by saying this. Uh, 
my family uh, on my father's side, uh, my grandmother and her sister, uh, they used to uh, they used to uh, uh, do uh, white magic, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is uh, some form of, of Santeria. Yes. Um, you know where they they pray to the saints and and uh, they use an egg and all this stuff, right? And mm-hmm. on my mother's side, my grandfather died from witchcraft. Um, well, from what my mother was saying was that uh, my grandfather used to be like a player, you know, and mm-hmm. one of the girls that one of the ladies that like he was with uh put a spell on him and uh he got sick and he was actually throwing up sand like dirt thorns uh rose yeah and wait did you actually see this you saw it with your own eyes no 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 this is from what my mother like was Mm -hmm. what from my what my mother was like telling me and so, um, and also, uh, there was this lady that was cursed, and in the nighttime, she would get big, and she would actually float up, and my grandmother and her friend would, would have to get her and put her back on the bed, <laughs> you know? What? It oh, was, my God. Was, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And so uh, the experiences that that I had was because uh, uh, my mother was sick, you know, uh, mm-hmm. when she had me. And my father, you know, he believed uh, in a lot of stuff that my grandmother was doing. So my father was actually taking my mother to a lot of uh, witch doctors, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which are which are called, uh, um, I believe they're called uh, curanderos. Okay. You know? And, uh, yeah, so um, during well, that time. Well, explain to our audience what, what that term means. What does that mean? Because not, maybe not everybody will know. Okay. Uh, in Spanish, in the in the Latino world, uh, curandero is a person that, that practices white magic. And they also use uh, the Bible. They use uh, Christ. They use uh, like Virgin Mary, the saints. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they do what it's what it's called like a limpia, where they where they get these uh, palms and yeah. they actually clean you, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what the, so that's what they were doing um, to my mother while. While my dad was taking her to all these places, I was a kid. I was about five years old. And, mm-hmm. man, I've seen things. I've seen uh, those little gnomes. Um, I've seen uh, ghosts. Mm-hmm. I've uh, This one time when my mother was getting ready to go see uh, the curandero, I went into my room and she was there and she and she tied my shoes. I went out of my room. I went into the next room and my mother was getting dressed. And so I was tripping out like, "Hey, uh, is some type of demon or some type of ghost 
you know, they actually, I'm tight my shoes, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a trip. And so I've seen a lot of stuff. And my family, you know, you know, came from all that stuff too, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, some people, uh, they don't actually like believe in that stuff, you know? Right. Uh, they say, oh, it's in your head, you know? Or, or, uh, or it's like you've seen like some type of like illusion or, or uh, your mind is playing tricks on you, you know? Yes. I guess yes. what, what I, what I would want to ask you is when did you realize that there was something alternative going on that you really couldn't discuss or share with other people out of the fear that they would probably think that you're crazy. Yeah, that was during uh in uh when the, I think that was in the fourth grade. You know, and uh I, I like I was still having like experiences, you know. Mhm. And I didn't really want to share that with the kids because I know that, you know, they would pick on me, you know. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I was quiet, but yeah, and um and I could tell when a person was going to die because uh, when I seen uh, this one person when I was in the uh, eighth, you know, I was in a 10th a grade, mm-hmm. um, I kind of saw like a spirit on him and he was like pale white, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, and I'm like, um, and I'm like in my head, uh, I think this guy's going to die. Um, mm-hmm. So that day... Uh, he turned. Uh, I think he turned up 21, and his friends uh, they took him to a strip club. And so while they're coming back home from the strip club, mm-hmm. uh, that guy, that guy was in a uh, like. Remember those? Uh, we were those those cars, those trucks called the uh, Suzuki. Those little yeah. those little uh, cars. Well. Yeah. By well, uh, his his cousin was like actually was the one that was uh, like driving it, and so he got onto the right lane where where you know where you're supposed to park, you know, in, in case you're mm-hmm. in like, an emergency. Right. So when so so when they did that, this tow truck came in there, and so they went straight into the wall, mm-hmm. and that guy, the guy that I seen that was pale. He flew, and his whole head got crushed on the wall. Oh my God! Yeah. So, so, so he passed away, you know, and uh, and and this guy was actually like a like into football and uh, you know sports. So like he was mm-hmm. very like popular, you know, and uh, it's just so sad, you know, to see that. He- Do you think, Beanie, that people have the gift of sight? Because we always hear that people have the gift, but they they don't utilize it. I guess because maybe they're not open to the idea that they can be able to see certain things. So do you think that everybody has a gift in one form or another? Well... I had the gift. Um, I've been experiencing uh, dreams and visions, mm-hmm. 
right. and they've all they've all come to pass. You know, uh, mm-hmm. this whole thing with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I had a dream mm-hmm. that uh, there was like a shirt, and and it said something about the um, you know it, it, like it had the name and it had like the virus. And mm-hmm. when I woke up and I'm like, uh, coronavirus, what, is, what the hell is that? This was about six months ago. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, I've been doing these, uh, like, shirts, you know? And when I did the shirt, that's when I saw the, oh, this was in my dream. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so there's things that I've, I've seen, um, like, probably in the future, in the dreams, that that's you know, of that's happening, you know? Well, I'm going to share something with you that's rather creepy. So I have this friend who owns a doll, right? Okay. And the doll was made so that if anybody messed around with this person in a negative way, Uh they would give either a picture or a name or some kind of possession of the person to the doll. And the doll takes care of that person because in essence, the doll is there to protect that person to make sure that no harm comes to them. Now, when the person got the doll, they started having visions of other dolls that the what? person that, ori- that originally made the doll is making other dolls. So it's like now my friend is seeing the visions of other dolls before wow. he makes them. I mean, wow. is that... Real is the doll connected to the future of of other dolls. Wow. Are dolls actually yeah. possessed? There's a guy on YouTube that I want to interview because apparently he bought this doll and the doll, I think the doll has a hold on him. The doll is possessed. Yeah. And... um He's recorded stuff. I mean, things are happening to him that I think is highly unusual um, for him to be experiencing if it ha- if he didn't have this doll. Do you understand what I'm saying? If he didn't have the doll, yeah. then I guess I would have to, in my own personal opinion, chalk it up to the experience and say, well, the reason why this is happening because either A, he's sick, or something mentally wrong is going on. Do you know what I mean? You try to find the logical reason, but him being in possession of this doll, I feel like the doll has a hold on him. And you know what? The doll Uh, owns him basically. Yeah. This is what I believe. Uh, The demons, they could like oppress like people. And so what I think what this guy is doing, he's, uh, his energy is actually given power over to this, this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, when you're oppressed, um, it's actually spiritual. Mm-hmm. So 
he's actually making the doll take control of him. You mm-hmm. know, he's giving he's giving like authority to this right. doll. Mm-hmm. You know, and so in his mind, um, he's giving off this like negative type of like energy, and that's why uh, the doll does stuff. You know, because the demon is behind it, a ghost or something supernatural. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Well, what about? I mean, let's say for example, you know that I'll I'll use me as an example. I went to Bobby Mackey's Music World last year with the anticipation of interviewing Bobby Mackey, but unfortunately he got sick and I didn't get a chance to interview him. But I had the opportunity to go inside the basement and record experiences that happened there. Now, when I got home, I felt like something came home with me. And when I was taking a shower after, you know, I I came back from the airport that day and I took a shower. And I was, as I was in the shower, I see a shadow walk out of the bathroom. Yeah, shadow people. And I tried to replay, like, you know, was the shadow of my elbow because I had my, you know, my arm up. So I don't, I wasn't sure if the the shadow was reflecting something and I tried several times to, to recreate that event and it didn't happen because I know what I saw. So my thing is, is that if you go to some place and then you come home, is there a possibility that you can take something home with you as well as can it affect other people around you? I mean, if I interviewed this guy on YouTube, will that doll have an effect on me, even though it wouldn't be a face-to-face interview? Yeah. Um, You know what it is, is sometimes when you go to places like that, uh, a spirit will actually... Uh, uh, will will go with you back, you know. They'll mm-hmm. they'll like mm-hmm. attach themselves right. to you, you know. And have you witnessed you yourself? Know. Have you witnessed yourself experiences or things that have happened that maybe somebody put an uh, an evil spell on someone and something bad did happen as a result of it? Well, uh, in school, in the, uh, when I was in the tenth grade or eleventh grade, mm-hmm. uh, this guy that I used to hang around with, uh, his name was uh, David uh, mm-hmm. Cortez. Uh, he goes by the name of uh, Drac now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a Satanist, you know, and so mm-hmm. actually, people would would go to him him and uh he would put a curse on the people that 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 the person wanted um to have something done to them you know and uh i did hear about this guy that had he put a curse on he Mm -hmm. was in a he was in a car accident and died 
Mm. So, but you know, uh, you know yeah. how like people talk about like karma and stuff like that, and then you have the the other side of people saying, "Oh, but you know, God doesn't like ugly, and you know, karma will come back." And it's and I'm saying to myself, "Well, what if I'm the karma?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm the one who was put here to set the record straight on a particular yeah. person that fucked with me for no reason at all. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe yeah. I am the karma that they have coming to them. Huh. Wow. I, I mean I'm just saying that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a trip. <laughs> you know, uh, whatever whatever we sow, you know, uh, we will reap, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. and I believe in that, you know. Um, if we do good to other people, uh, mm-hmm. good will come back, you know. If we do evil to other people, you know, that will come back, you know. I have trouble believing that only because there are evil people in this world that I have experienced and they just seem to have this wonderful, fantastic life. Nothing bad ever happens to them. And then you sit there and wonder like, what the fuck? Why isn't this person getting their just desserts? It doesn't make any sense. Why that yeah. happens. So this is the part well, they where. I, will. Yeah. Yes, but when? <laughs> I guess that's guys. my question. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, when it's their turn to, to pass away, you know, that's when they'll, they'll like deal with what, what they have coming, you know? Uh, now, you know, like a, I'm lot, a, a lot. You're, you're yeah. Latin, I'm Latin. So, you know, a lot in the Latin culture, it's, you know, all of this stuff is very much believed and instilled yeah. within yeah. our culture of all of these yeah. alternative yeah. beliefs. I mean, did you, you're Latin, right? So you grew up straight that way. Did yeah. anybody ever advise you, you know, that it wasn't a good idea if you had visions did they tell yeah. you, you know, to pray the visions away and just try and be yeah. normal or don't think about it or don't entertain it? Yeah, um, actually, uh, back in the 70s uh, when the revivals were, were happening in the churches, uh, my father took my mother and I and one of the guys, like, you know, knew that I was going through all that stuff, and uh, he prayed over me, and um, and uh, and he told me, you know, when this happens to you, I, like, have no fear, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's just the devil, uh, he has no, like, authority over you, and uh, you're a child of God, he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, like, protecting you, and... Uh, and I believed in that, you know, and, mm-hmm. but I was doing my own stuff too, you know, so, so, uh, it's just a trip, you know, on what's going on with all that stuff. Have you ever had experiences with Ouija boards? Actually, no. Um, 
one of my friends, I don't know if I believe them or not, mm-hmm. uh, he had a Ouija board, and he said that he burned it up, and the next day in the garage, there was the Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. to laugh because this is not the first time that I've heard something like that. And also that to hear that somebody burns it and then things only got worse as a result of burning it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why would anybody yeah. do that? And, you know, I played with one when I was a teenager. It probably wasn't a good idea because after that, I had like weird. <laughs> experiences that really yeah. freaked me out and um and I tell people as an adult you know like it's not a good idea to play with those things they really are real you know you can conjure up shit and then you have other people that use it as a form of communication I mean look at ghost adventures they use the Ouija boards as forms of communication and I wonder you know if these guys are like tortured souls walking around because well, I don't think that any of them are in real relationships. Apparently Zach Bagans got engaged, but what happened to that? I never saw like a follow-up with the wedding yeah. or anything. Aaron Goodwin, who was married when the show first started, ended up getting a divorce because he was bringing shit home with him and his wife couldn't deal with it. Um, yeah. Billy Tolly, well, I don't well, think that he's in a relationship with anybody. And Jay Wisely, well, I think Jay Wisely is an idiot. But, you know, yeah. I don't know. I know that he's married, and I think his wife is a little over the top because she was a part of the show, too. And I just think, I you know, a lot of these guys, they're just not really standing down in the relationship area because – Shit yeah. is going home with them. And people that don't understand that logic of of ghosts and paranormal activity don't want to deal with that. They want to believe that it's not real. Yeah, those those people uh that that you that you're talking about, uh uh I believe they're Satanists, you know, and uh because they they provoke uh, the spirits. Mm-hmm. They provoke uh, the entity, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to do that, you know. Uh, if you do that, like something bad will happen, you know. So that's probably why uh, they're not lasting in their relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But what, like, you know? what, what made you think that they're provoking some type? I mean, do you think that all Satanists are provoking? Something? Do you think that it's just a matter of a uh, of a, a philosophy, an understanding, a belief of what Satanism yeah. well, is? Well, there's a lot of forms. There's just not one. There's mm-hmm. a lot of forms of Satanism. It's right. just not one. Just like mm-hmm. how the churches, you got your Pentecostals, your, right. you got your you got your uh, Catholics. You got your like Protestants. You got mm-hmm. like your your Methodists, mm-hmm. uh, like all this stuff. So it's the same thing in uh, in Satanism. Um, like the one guy uh, that has the Church of Satan over in uh, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, um, Are you talking about Anton Lavey? Yeah, they believe mm-hmm. in 
in nature, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's other forms of Buddhism, like uh, like Aleister Crowley. He used to sacrifice right. little kids, you know. So Aleister Crowley did not sacrifice little kids. Yeah, he did. I refuse yes, to believe that. He did. Wow. You could go no. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, um, he called himself the most, like, evilest man in the world, you know, and he called himself uh, the beast, you know, so. Uh, well, you know, Ashley, yeah, and, uh, I, I want to tell you, Ashley makes a comment. She said, most Satanists don't worship Satan. They're actually closer to atheists more than anything. My version of Satanism yeah, doesn't. There's some, does. yeah, exactly. Okay. There's some I mean, but you have, to, you have to think about it. There are also some people who do not believe that there is like a devil, so to speak, that yes. Satanism is you are the power. You are the one who holds the will. You are the one who's in control of your life but wouldn't anybody else think that way would it and and not be considered some form of satanism it's just a, a belief and understanding that you control the aspects of your life like when people win an award and they go up there oh i want to thank jesus for making this happen how did that happen explain to me how did that happen? You made yeah, well, it happen because you worked for it. You put yeah. your foot forward into your acting, into your career, and you made it happen. So how yeah. does an external force, for me, my own personal opinion, of something that doesn't exist says that it happened because of them? How? Well, well, they put their whole uh, trust in in something, you know, and they believe uh, uh, that actually helped them to get where they're, they are, uh, you know, as I thought, I think. I just have, I guess, a different take on all of these things. Do I believe in the paranormal? Absolutely. Only because of the experiences that I've had. I mean, even going to Bobby Mackey's, which is supposedly the most haunted place in America. Now, oh yeah. I can see uh, that. Yes, because, <laughs> Right. And and the yeah. things that I I experienced and the the EVPs that I caught as a matter of fact, um, EVPs, yeah. I have an EVP that, and I still have it here in the Wall of Faces. And if you listen closely, and I didn't even hear any of this. This is the part that freaked me out because uh, the guy that was there, which is Bobby Mackey's manager, was turning on and off his camera because he was recording. That he would stop recording, and then you would hear the camera. So I was thinking, did he do that? Did he make the voice say get out? Now, when, of course, when I had the balls again to listen, I realized that I caught three get out. Not just 
one, but three. So I'm going to play this for you, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. I feel like somebody was hurt here. You heard it? Yeah. And not in a good way. Well, you were talking. Mm-mm. The vibe that I'm getting is that... Yeah, I heard it, huh? Yep. Hold on. chills when I hear that because I'm talking and I'm standing in the corner of that room and I uh-huh. don't hear it say get out. Now of course when I started listening to it back that I hear Bobby Mackey's manager turn on the camera I'm thinking he turned on the camera then I hear get out. Did he make up that sound? But then in the logical sense I would have heard it with my own ears and not just, I, kept, you know, kept talking. I didn't hear it. I heard it when I played the tape back when I was in my hotel room. Now, Ashley, she wants to talk about her experiences. Okay. Ashley? Ashley? Hi. You're right. <laughs> I know, I hear myself like in a real high pitch, like like a chipmunk. Sometimes it's weird. It's weird. Maybe I need to fix it. Uh, actually, who is that to you? I'm going to fix my mic and then I'll let you know when. You'll let me know when? All right. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear me in the background? I was like, meep, 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 meep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I just remembered that video you put up. Oh, let me not think about it. I was dying when I saw that shit. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, you can't put me in a room with anybody talking like Chickmunk, like when they put the shit on fast forward. I'm like dead after yeah. that. I can't. I can't even speak listening to that. But, you know, getting back to the whole Bobby Mackey experience, I mean, I put that particular one up when I was in the 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 wall of faces. But here's the mm. thing is that when Ghost Adventures was there, they went there twice, I did not um, – I did not know about this wall of faces or this room of faces, whatever whatever the fuck it's called. Because the basement is not as big as anyone would think it is when you physically go to this location. I got a little freaked out because I'm sitting here in in my room and the shade is open and I'm talking about this shit, and, like, from the corner of my eye, I thought somebody was standing behind me. And then I go look, and the shape is not there anymore. So now I'm getting a little spooked out. But um, 
I am. I'm I'm like freaked out a little bit because I played that shit and now I feel like I opened the door again. Nah. Nah. Don't give it power. Um I forget what I was gonna say. I was talking about Bobby Mackey's and the whole experience that was that oh, the room of faces. So when I was in this room, I didn't um know what happened in this room that that people were taken there basically to be slaughtered or murdered because they um because they owed money because remember it was it was a gambling spot once upon a time that place so they never mentioned it on ghost adventures not that i remember do you know what i'm saying and yeah when I went into that room, I didn't know what that room was. I didn't know what activity transpired. I didn't know about these room or, you know, that you could see faces in the wall and stuff like that. And when I went into this room, I felt like multiple people were hurt in that room. And then when I went to that second spot where I was like, something bad happened here and that thing told me to get out. Um, and it wasn't until later on that I had went on their tour that they have in the evening that I went back there again that the man had mentioned about the murders that occurred in that room for people who had owed money from gambling. Mm. So that goes to show you. Am I gifted? Yes. I usually don't tell people that because, you know, a lot of people think that that doesn't exist. I'd like to keep yeah. it to myself because, you know, I mean, anybody who's listening to this now knows, but I usually keep it to myself because when I don't feel that somebody is right, I don't fuck with them. And I stay real yeah. far away from them. Whether they're doing anything evil or not, that's not the point. They don't necessarily have to be practicing some kind of dark magic. If I just feel that your energy is not coming correct, I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't have to be your yeah. friend. That's just my own personal opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, One of my friends, uh, his uh, dad passed away, and uh, they left him and his brother uh, some type of, like, a ranch mansion or something like that. Mm -hmm. And... He, uh, they experienced a lot of stuff there because uh, it was during, uh, I guess, the French, uh, the French War or something. Uh, mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a lot of uh, like soldiers that that died on that uh, ground. Mm-hmm. And so, so he's uh, seen seen stuff. He's seen like people like staring at him, mm-hmm. and he would stare at them. And they would just like fade away, you know. And uh, he said that uh, he also saw and heard uh, La Llorona. Uh, you know who? Like you know what that is, right? No, tell me. Uh, La Llorona. It's uh, this lady uh, that killed uh, her two kids out of like revenge because uh, her her husband was like cheating on her. So you know uh, who you sound like you're talking about that bitch Susan Smith. I hate that woman. That? 
She, like, I think in the 90s, she killed her two kids. She put them in a Jeep or in a car, and she let them drown. I can't even think about it. This is uh, different. Uh, This happened back in, I believe, the 1600s. Mm. Yeah, and so out of revenge, uh, she killed uh, her two kids, and Mm -hmm. then I believe she committed, like, suicide. And so wow. uh, what the story is, is that uh, in the night, she's out there and she's saying, where's my kids? You know, on the mm-hmm. time you see hijos, me see hijos, you know, and oh, she starts no. to cry, you mm-hmm. know, and she, and she starts to cry. So my friend said that he heard her and he seen her. It was like a, like she was in a like white uh, gown, you know, mm. just, you know, just walking. And mm-hmm. uh, so he told me that he wants me to go with him uh, next year, and he wants me to to check out the, the like house because I told him yeah. you know like I want to see that stuff you know like mm-hmm. I want to see if it's really true you know and I want to like record stuff too as well. Mhm. Yeah. Do it. I mean, I yeah, say do it. It do. doesn't hurt. I I I've been obsessed with Franco TV. I love Franco. Um, I don't know if you watch him on YouTube, but it's you can find him under Franco TV. I follow him on Instagram. I subscribe to his channel. I think he's you know one of the the better paranormal investigators out there because a lot of the times he does solo, and I think he's crazy, but. He captures the most outrageous shit that I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'm going to send you a YouTube video that he did. He was at some, I don't think it was an abandoned town. I can't remember, but he was usually during the day, he'll walk around and kind of just show where he's going to be going at night. And at night Mm. he went to check out this church and as he's walking that his camera is facing the window I'm looking and I see like this black figure and I was like what was that you know because it just happened so fast and then apparently it was something he caught because he was like what was that and he went back and it wasn't there anymore but when he played it in slow motion I think it was one of the scariest things that I've ever seen in my life I got wow. hairs, like the hairs in the back of my neck. You know how, like, they say that thing? And I'm like, I never felt that. I felt that when I saw that in the video. Wow. And he's very bold. I mean, he does a lot of uh, cemetery, you know, doing um, investigations. He's caught some weird thing peeking out of a mausoleum and then slinking back in. It, it, it's just freaky and he is really good and I would love to interview him I'd love to have him on the show because um he's he's just bold I mean that's all I could say he's really really bold into doing the investigations that he does but um we're coming to the nearing the near ending of the show (laughs) we we can talk about like ghosts all day and all night, but I need to lay down because I I just might take a bath, take a nice hot bath, and you know hopefully this headache will go away. But I wanted to say one thing. Um, 
one thing that I got into, and then I'm not sure if, if you have, but um, I know Jessica earlier talking about time travel, and you, you mentioned about time travel. So on YouTube, yeah. they have these lucid dreams and out-of-body experiences like um, tones that you can listen to. And I will turn a different one on. You know, there's supposed to be, there's some videos, manifestation, manifest money while you sleep, manifest love while you sleep, manifest positive energy of good health, all of these things. And I listen to as much as I can. I try to keep a variety every night. And I go to sleep. Now, the out-of-body experiences, for some reason, I have, like, changes dreams. I hear myself having conversations. I hear voices talking back to me, although I can't remember what we've spoken about. But they're just very, very strange. Like, they they don't mean anything. Um, I can't even remember what I had dreamt of, like, last night. It's just very strange. I mean, I find that I go to sleep very well, but the dreams are strange. And then the other thing is um, I went to a flea market um, in my area not too long ago. And, of course, at a flea market, you can pick up all of these uh, strange items. And I'm sure that you've heard of this, but the the dolls, where you tell them your worry dolls, the worry dolls, you tell them what's going on <laughs> and you put the worry doll yeah you know, under the thing, and you go to sleep. And I really believe those things work. I really do. Ashley said wow. that she's ready to talk now. Now, Ashley, you don't have that much time <laughs> because we're going to end the show. What What do you want to tell us? Oh, I have. What do you I'll keep it down to two of them. Okay. Yeah, I so there's this laptop radio host named Gibson, and he, I called him, and he was acting. And then when after I got off, he started sending He was being perverted. I gave it, and I just had this angry vibe in me. And the next day, I heard that he started bleeding out of his ass. It was bleeding, weird, but, but <laughs> yeah. Why would he bleed out of his ass? I don't know. I I think I did something. I don't know. Maybe dark magic, whatever. (laughs) 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 Oh yeah. Uh, Who's whispering to you like that? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, so about Tony Taco. Oh, you're going to love this. Okay. I thought so. Uh, can we introduce her to Jamo? I think that's one of my one of my little spirits. That might be okay, so I called Tony Talk because this producer tried to set this up on his day. And uh, I really scared the living shit out of them. 
like it just left. Mm-hmm. And ghosts appeared behind him. And they just start circling around him. <laughs> they tried to Ashley, somebody's listening. They said, speak up, Ashley. One of my fans just sent me a text. They said, speak up. <laughs> you have a ghost oh, in your yeah, house. Because a... somebody's whispering back there. I can hear you now. I can, and I can also hear the person that's saying, you know, they got to take a dump. So we're hearing <laughs> yeah, two I don't people. know who that is. It's one of my ghosts. Okay, Ashley, okay, I have to go. So... Ashley, diary. Oh, I want to laugh. Can I even laugh Yes. <laughs> He's evil. Dang, I'm scared now. <laughs> Jessica said he's very scared. Boy, that <laughs> laugh is gonna that laugh is gonna stay with me all night long. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. Before my headache gets worse, because I can't even hear myself talk anymore. My head hurts. <laughs> wow. Um, Any closing thoughts, Mr. Beanie, about the paranormal, about voodoo, about anything? Well, um, a lot of people don't believe in Christ, don't believe in Jesus, don't believe in angels. Mm-hmm. But when, but they believe in some form of alien. Well, aliens are actually angels. Mm-hmm. Are actually demons. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You got the Greys, you know, which are mm-hmm. the demons, and you got uh, reptiles, and I don't know what else. But um, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's some form of stuff that they believe. But I believe that it's actually angels, you know, all that stuff, and uh, uh, that's what I believe. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'd love to have you back because you know you can't just. Oh yeah, I could talk more. Two-hour period. Top, so, you know, there's a lot to cover. But with all that, I want to thank you for. I want to thank Jesco for being on the effect and how our memories that we remember what we don't, and with everything else that it's just crazy and thank you thank you thank you everybody who was listening and Ashley and you know we can we will have you back when you're ready to talk <laughs> into your phone 
we hear you, and we can hear that evilicious. Evilicious. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks, my pal. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It has been to say that if you were listening to listen to the replay and you're interested in the paranormal, if you're into or if you've had experiences, I want to hear those experiences. Here to judge. That's not what this platform is about. For audience. Um, again, if you're an paranormal investigator, if your challenges, everything, Bell Blue Unfiltered.com, you can everything that I'm looking for to interview and more. And I'm going to play one more message. Before we sign off, off, I just want to say again, thank you for listening. And, and be good to yourself. Take care of you. Here's a COVID signing off until next Saturday. Thank you. For hey, everyone. It's Maribel Blue. Welcome to another Maribel Blue Unfiltered on the KEM Top Talk Airwaves. I just wanted to make a note that we are in the middle of a pandemic and it's really driving everyone crazy, including me. So please, please, I beg of you to wash your hands, keep everything clean, keep countertops clean, whatever you can get your hands on to make sure that you and your family are safe is what matters the most. There's a lot of information going around. Sometimes there's even videos going around of people in hospitals, and it's not related to the COVID-19 virus at all. Please do not spread misinformation about anything unless it's coming from a reputable source. So with all that being said, please take care of yourself and take care of others if you can. This is Maribel Blue signing off. Enjoy the show.